Hi everyone, you're listening to Campus Connect at UBC, a podcast dedicated to inspiring conversations with passionate people at UBC. I'm Marion with my fellow connector, Richika, here to talk with the brightest minds on campus. Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast. You're here with Marion and Richika, your Campus Connectors. Today we are joined by Neely from the Arts Undergraduate Society. Welcome Neely. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Sure. Um, hi, I'm Neely. I am a fourth year gender, race, social justice major and a law and society minor. I am currently the AUS president for the 2020-2021 year. Um, this is my third year in the AUS. Is it or is it my fourth? It's my third year in the AUS. <laughs> and um, currently just, you know, hanging out for the summer, you know, work, doing AUS stuff, taking classes, the usual. Usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just online now. That's the only difference, right? Yeah, just online is the only difference. But, it's, yeah. you know, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so you're part of the Arts Undergraduate Society. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about what you guys are about, what you guys do? Sure. So um, this is such like a such a head-on question. Um, yeah. So uh, the AUS or Arts Undergraduate Society is basically supposed to be like a rep- a representative body for um, arts undergraduate students. So all. I, approximately 14,000 of us. And so we kind of, what we're supposed to do is um, advocate for um, students' needs to the dean's office of the faculty. We kind of, we put on a lot of events that are meant to sort of uplift the social experience of our students. We also provide services like mental health services and some tutoring services and professional development services and things of that nature. We also provide things like scholarships and grants. So we're like a representation. Yeah, so I'm kind of like rambling, but like, yeah, representative body um, and with provide services, basically, yeah. Amazing. And what's your journey been like with the club? When did you join? You mentioned that um, you've been with the AUS for the past three years, but it's your first time as a president. So what, yeah, what's your journey been like with this society? So... I'm I'm from Toronto, so I moved all the way across the country to go to UBC in Vancouver. And when I first got there, obviously I knew nobody, like no one came from high school with me and I didn't talk to anybody from my <laughs> high school once I got there. So I was just kind of, I didn't really know what to do. I felt so overwhelmed with the amount of classes, like taking five and five. Um, mm. And so it was just kind of overwhelming and I wanted to get more involved, but I didn't know how. So in my first year, I kind of like did a bunch of random stuff, um, <laughs> but there was someone on my floor who had joined the AUS like right off the bat in the first year. And he kept talking about how much he loved it and was really trying to sell it to me. But I was like, okay, you're just being annoying. I don't care. And um, <laughs> that following summer, I was still in town and I was taking classes, like summer classes, because I was just doing way too much school in my opinion. Just, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he sent me like a link on Facebook to a hiring and they were hiring a philanthropy position. It was like a new position under the external portfolio. And I was like, that seems like something I really am interested in. I have a lot of experience with philanthropy since I was quite young. So I was like, sure, I'll go for it. So I applied and I got the job. 
And then I got to join the external team and I had a really good VP. Her name is Anila and she just really, really helped sort of like nurture me in that environment. And she really supported me. And so um, she saw that I wanted to take on more responsibility. So she let me and I like put it, put together like my, this whole like women's day event all by myself and people responded really well across the AUS. And I was like, Oh, I think people like me. Yeah. We have like an annual gala and I spoke at the gala and people liked it. So I was like, okay. So I ran for VP external, so Anila's position. And I got that. So I did that for a year. And then last year's president, Kat, was like, so who's going to be president next year? And everyone was like, Neely, just run. And I always kind of wanted it, but I didn't think that other people would believe in me, even though I was like, I think I can do this. So I ran. And I was so nervous I was going to lose the whole time. I genuinely thought I lost. Um, and then I kind of, I won. So I'm, I'm president now. Congratulations. Congrats. That's Such awesome. an impressive journey. Hard work pays off in the end. That's the moral of this Exactly. So, I mean, you've been with AUS for... Yeah, I guess. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. We really mean it. And you've been with AUS for three years now. So I guess on that note, one question I do have, it could be a little tough, but what's one project that's really stood out to you that you've done with the Arts Undergrad Society? Ooh, so I want to say something from this year that I've started, but because it's early on, I'm going to take something from last year. Uh, Last year, I decided with basically um, someone on my team, um, but she's like a professional, she was like a professional development coordinator. We decided that our students really needed their own career event or like career fair. So we took it to arts co-op and we were like, we really want an arts career fair because we don't have a proper one that's like, that works in partnership with the faculty. We basically took kinesiology as an example and they have their sort of back KUS and the faculty work together to put one on and we wanted that. And we took it to the faculty and they were like, you know, we used to do this stuff, but the turnout was low and we don't want to, you know, we don't think it's worth it to do it. And that like honestly pissed me off because I was like, you know, like this is, you know, there's a stigma around art students and being in the workforce. And then you guys are supposed to be like, as people in arts co-op are supposed to be sort of fighting that stigma, but yeah, you're absolutely. just reinforcing it. And the two like reinforce it. And I'm like, do you see how this is not working? So exactly. we sort of, in a way, had to prove it to them that we, that our did did want something. So what we ended up doing was um, we put on like a career event, which was like a, like a networking event in partnership with the spring job fair. So we worked with the faculty, well, Arts Co-op and the Center for Student Involvement and Careers for like four or five months. And we put this like huge networking event on where we invited employers who were looking specifically for art students that had come to the spring job fair. And then that evening they came and they, um, they had like a nice little like reception going on and there were questions and a lot of people got like job offers and it was, and it was food and drinks. And I think people responded really well. I've only heard mostly positive feedback. So that was a little project that has started and ended that, um, that I'm probably most proud of if I had to pick one. Actually, I went to that event and I thought it was just so great, especially like the diversity. Really? So yeah, and I thought it was just so great. I was like, I don't know, I felt like my degree was valuable because people actually wanted to employ art students. 
and especially in the diversity of like the employers and so many like companies from many different backgrounds. It was so I was I was genuinely um, pleased, honestly, by like the whole event. No idea. Yeah, I had no idea you came. Yeah, that's amazing to hear. I'm happy that you had a good time and that you yeah. felt supported. That's what I wanted. So um, now the VP external, um, Nabroth, she is sort of they've created like a new board of like 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 a career board within the mm -hmm. faculty and she is like student representative so she sits she sits on that board and sort of like represents the AUS so they're going to be doing a lot more career stuff for the rest awesome. of the year and for the okay. years so I'm, happy. I'm happy about that that's awesome because it is true that we don't have like especially like I've, yeah I feel like we don't have that many uh like work experience or like work related events for example it, like especially based on like like the other faculties have like so many every single week and which I think yeah it's so great that we we're going to be able to have that awesome. and so on that note when I did some research about the AUS and all of that um your website says that the AUS aims to improve the social academic personal and professional lives of our students so I was just wondering what initiatives have you found work best to achieve that? And it's a kind of a tough question because it's yeah. very broad, but. <laughs> um, or like even future plans you have for this yeah, year. Like what I initiatives have you found really respond well to the students' needs? Well, I think for this year, um, what we're trying to emphasize um, and what you know external partners have tried to get us to emphasize is the need for fun for students this year because and like building a sense of community because obviously so many of us are not you know in this in the UBC space like we usually are um, the sense of community is there even less than a regular year being that UBC is such a massive school mm -hmm. so um, and the arts community is so vast and diverse so a sense of community focusing a bit on fun we have like kickstart which is our um, orientation coming and the I believe the second week of September kind of kicking off an imagined day and going on for about a week um, and you know we're trying to emphasize fun social events not only for um, incoming first years but also returning students is really important um, because they've sort of like lost us and we've all lost this environment so uh, working on that I'm trying to think of other projects in the past I mean it's an incredibly vague question but I get it like our website it could probably be more um more specific i don't know when that was written on the website we're changing the website by the way we're like doing a we're, we're getting a new one hopefully up by early september so um that's good for everyone yeah, to know hope that. just while they're if anyone's looking sorry i think i lost you guys one second there oh you're back oh you're back yeah you're back. <laughs> okay cool i don't know what happened there my bad um <laughs> Yeah, is there like, do you have a follow-up question? I, so just if you want to ask something where I could be more specific. Um, I think we got a sense of like what you guys are trying yeah. to do for like this year and the past year. So thank you. Thank you for your answer. No and on that note, could you maybe like as a follow-up question, I guess, could you tell us like about the different student services you guys offer? You mentioned scholarships, grants and things like that. So just maybe extend on that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So um, there, the grants, I'll talk about like a couple of them. There's quite a few, but 
Um, one of the grants that we have that runs every year that I'm most familiar with personally um, is the club grant. So basically we have an AUS council and they, they help us make a lot of the big decisions and they hold us accountable. They're like a, and they are a body of execs, but also like representatives from different clubs, like departmental clubs, uh, first year reps, and then every like year reps. And um, I feel like a couple of, and then AMS reps, forgive me if I'm missing some, if anyone from the council listens to this, but um, yeah. And so what we can do for our council members and their clubs is like, if they apply to the VP finance portfolio, we can provide them with max, maximum of 20, $2,500 um, in social grants and project grants. And they can kind of use that to, um, I don't know, to like keep their club functioning and hope that, and make sure that things go well for them. Um, this, so then another uh, scholarship that we have is a relatively new one. It's about to be put in place. Um, I think the name is like Arts Undergraduate Society Scholarship Bursary Fund. I think it's a very generic name, but it's new. And um, it's in partnership with UBC, uh, UBC Awards. And basically, UBC Awards will adjudicate it all. The bursaries are more like personal, like not the bursary, sorry. The scholarship is a little more personal. Like we are, we are probably going to be aware of the person who receives the scholarship, but the bursaries are anonymous. Um, and they are, I believe, majority of the scholarship is needs-based. And um, there's about like, an, I think there's about like an $80,000 fund risk for that in total. And it kind of gets replenished wow. every year with the surplus that we run. Wow. Yeah. We don't, we don't give 80,000, like it's a little bit yeah. complicated to see um, AM, Chief AMS rep, Kevin, who put it on, who like created it last year, like had to explain it to me like four times before I got it. But <laughs> it's basically like, um, so the 80,000 is like a safety net. Mm -hmm. And what happens is like every year, like a certain amount gets like taken and given to certain students who apply and meet the requirements that UBC awards will adjudicate just to make sure that there's no conflicts of interest. And then it gets replenished every year when we run a surplus, but it kind of, but like the safety net of like 80K will remain the same. And hopefully we can eventually give that much, if not more to students for several years to come. Wow. It's so incredible because we're able to do that. And so moving forward, what are you all planning to do this year with everything online? And how can interested students get involved, for example? What is like the AUS strategy with the COVID and everything happening in the world right now? Yeah. Um, so when we got the announcement that class was going to be online, obviously it wasn't that surprise. But I think the first thing I did when I got that email was like run to the execs. And I was like, listen, just because it's online doesn't mean we're not doing work. If anything, our work is more important because we have to like make sure that students feel a part, like they're a part of something, engaged or supported. So um, the first term, we know it's online. So we sort of, we are, we are like many other undergrad societies and other constituencies navigating uncharted waters here, but we are putting on what we can do best online, online. So there's gonna be Kickstart, like I mentioned with the first week event, and then afterwards, we're going to be doing like events at a frequency that would be regular for us, but um, just online. So, but obviously like moving away from certain things, like if we would have like a large, like social event, we are probably moving away from that and like putting the time and energy into something that would work best online. Um, Cause I, I don't personally think that like shoving everything and just like switching it to online works. Some things just don't work yeah. online. So you have to exactly. find the strength with that. Yeah. You got to find the strength and like put it online and, 
let it work the way it wants to work. Um, yeah, other than that, um, yeah, so we're just kind of keep students engaged and, you know, run our services. We're all in the same boat as to being online. So we have to make sure everyone feels connected. We have to make sure that things continue. We don't, you know, we don't have a standstill. As for students and how they can get involved, we run hiring somewhat often. Um, we had our first round of hiring in, I believe, early, late May, early June. We had our first round of hiring. And the second round is taking place in September. So I've gotten a lot of questions from first years, like through email or other times where I've done presentations and stuff, where they've been like, how can I join right now? <laughs> Wait a little bit. And I promise you, like coming September, come September, just like keep posted on our Facebook pages and our on our website, and we will post when it's time for us to hire. And then we would love to have first years join. Um, we're also running elections, like it's a by-election. It runs, I believe, early October. It's supposed to happen, and so we're electing um, year reps, and we're electing um, first-year committee reps, and yeah, I'm super excited for that. That's awesome. That's so great. Yeah, so basically everyone should go and follow Arts Undergraduate Society's pages everywhere, just so you're on top of So things. they're aware because lots of happiness is happening. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. Um, and so before we like ask our final questions, would you be able to like tell us a little bit about yourself? What are your hobbies? What are your guilty pleasures? Just go for it. Yeah, that's kind of... It's a cool question. Um, I always find that, like, in an AUS capacity, like, I'm not talking about myself personally that much. So, and when people ask, I'm like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> um, so, um, hobbies. Um, I really, like, I got into, like, baking and cooking recently. Um, obviously, like, me and everyone else during quarantine kind of was like, let me bake and cook. So um, I wasn't, I knew I always had like a good palate, but I never really baked and cooked like mm -hmm. that much, except for like just what I would eat for nourishment, like during the term. And I was like, good luck otherwise. But now I've been like taking enjoyment and then I'll, I'll like eat a little bit of it and then like eat it to all my family and friends. Um, and they're like, I guess they're excited about, it. I don't know. I make like new things and then I take requests and I find, and I take pictures of it and like post it on my Instagram stories, obviously. <laughs> I didn't post it on Instagram, did it even happen? Um, so I'll do that, right? Um, so I'll do that. Um, what else do I love, like to do? Um, I play a couple instruments. Um, uh, I like read. Yeah, sorry, I need to hear. Yeah. No, how are you enjoying the it's nice. I was actually in Vancouver for about a month and I came back. I've just got back. So it's definitely very hot here. Like, I know so Vancouver's hot these days. Yeah. It's yeah. like around 40. It's nice and humid. But I, I like the weather. Um, just okay. in the summer, it's not the winter. But I, <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, guilty pleasures. I don't know. I feel like guilty pleasures is like watching like like a like a really cringy Netflix movie with my friends. <laughs> like one of those where it's like you love to hate it like oh, like yeah. after booze or stuff or like to all the boys I've loved before like it's like oh, oh I, hate perfect. <laughs> I just like close the door and I'm like so good <laughs> nobody can know nobody can know exactly nobody can know on the surface on the surface I love art house films on the inside I'm watching the kissing group on Netflix. 
<laughs> Isn't it oh, all okay. us, though? <laughs> but, yes, exactly. We all do that. <laughs> um, and I have one question, one last question from my side, but do you have anything you want to tell students going forward for this year? Any final messages you want to give them? Sure. Do you mind just repeating that? I think you cut out just a little bit. I don't know if it's... Could be just me. Um, sorry, but do you have anything you want to tell students go going forward for this year? Just any final parting messages? Any final parting messages? Um, hmm. I think just that... Um, Again, just because we're online doesn't mean our work isn't over. We have a big responsibility as an undergraduate society to advocate for our students and their needs, um, be it financial, be it an, uh, a need that has to do with equity. Um, we're really big. Well, I am, I personally am very adamant about employing or sort of um, introducing uh, more serious measures around anti-racism into the AUS and among my execs and in everything we do to have a sort of like, um, to have a sort of like, yeah, anti-racist um, like impact about it, but also making sure that everyone feels comfortable in the way that they work and making sure everyone's voices feel heard and trying to look into the AUS structure inherently and understand why it is that some students don't really apply and what it is about our structure that may alienate those students and what we can do to change it, uh, make it a more comfortable and inclusive environment uh, where everybody kind of wants to be part of the AUS and um, kind of look into the, the, the hiring practices of the past um, because the AUS has like a issue with like um, archiving things. Like it's a lot of the stuff that I get is through like the last president's memory and then she would get, and then she got um, transitioned by the last president's memory, and it's just, I don't think it's the best system. Um, I'm, I'm rambling, going on a tangent. <laughs> My apologies. But I no, think that's that was all good. Of it's all good. Um, yeah, I think the um, anti racism efforts are important. Um, finance, like making sure students um, are financially supported by scholarships that we have and what scholarships can we introduce. Um, another something that's also incredibly important for me is that like internally AUS members feel connected. Um, there can be between like 80 to 120 of us during a regular year. So, and I think that this year will look similar in numbers. So um, making sure that everyone feels like they're a part of something and they're just not doing little tasks and you know, there is a bigger picture and getting us all together like in a massive Zoom call. We've done it once and I'm excited to do it many more times. So people feel like you can put names to faces. I think that's it or faces to names which is always important. Other than that, um, I think like we're all in this together, you know, and- um, <laughs> Very true, as cheesy as it sounds, it's very true though. Yeah, it is true. And making sure that we all, I, I, I wanna make sure that we all feel supported and that we all feel like, you know, we've, we kind of got each other's backs. This is definitely the year for kindness um, and it's the year for tolerance and the year yeah, for- yeah empathy absolutely so making sure that during my time as president my organization I don't even like to say my organization mm -hmm. the AUS reflects that because um, it's not mine it should be for the students 
uh, by students for students. So yeah, that's sort of sort of it um, in terms of what I see coming for the year. Um, I'm trying to like, cap myself because I could go for another like, 30 minutes talking about it. Okay. You gave us so many, so many great informations and insights. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I look forward to seeing what the Arts Undergraduate Society does, and I'm sure everyone else does as well. Oh, thank you so much. I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> your podcast I'll definitely be listening I, I'm gonna make sure my AUS members check it out yeah <laughs> I'll tag you all, I'll tag the AUS and you can repost <laughs> everything please that would be great thank you so much Marion do you have any final questions um no not really I think I think we got a great conversation um <laughs> definitely learned a lot about the AUS and everything so yeah and Neely as well we learned a lot about your guilty pleasure and what you've been up to so yeah. that we're actually all in all same all the same yeah thank you for asking no one really asked so thanks for asking um guess that's what people should do go ask Neely about her guilty pleasures I'm happy to talk about that anytime I don't really get those questions in the U.S. That's kind of nice. Oh, well, we were happy to ask that question. And thank you so much for taking time out of your day. We really appreciate it as well. Thank you for having me. I, I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Who's listening? Bye. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Rashika Salvakumar and my fellow connector, Marion Rogers, signing off. See you on the next episode. <laughs>